0: Hey, what's up? What's happening? Welcome to the Weird Room Podcast. This is your boy Pablo Spicy Weenow! And this is Episode 2. Episodio dos. As they say in the novelas. I don't really know if they don't they don't really say that. They don't say that. But uh what's going on? How's everybody doing out there? Everybody's everybody week is good. It's uh hump day. Good old hump day Mid-week, mid mid fucking week Although, uh, (laughs) you know, if you're like me, you called off yesterday And, uh, you know, this is kinda like, uh Doesn't really feel too much like a Wednesday But it is, it is a Wednesday Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I just, I called off yesterday And, uh, I must have a good reason, you might, uh, assume but uh, I really don't, I don't have any, any fucking reason, other than I woke up late, um, about 20 minutes before I was supposed to in, and, uh, you know, it's about a good 30 minute drive, um, so, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I just said fuck it, and uh, I just called off, and I not just the old family, you know. <laughs> the old family emergency. That uh, you know, it's 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 a handful of ones that all fall under that category. It's uh, someone died, uh, someone's in the hospital, um, uh, you know, or uh, what is it? Car card troubles. I mean, I guess that doesn't really fan- fall under it. Although I'm gonna be honest, I know I've used it for other people in my family. You know, it's. It's so easy to fucking use my sister's car. Broke down as a, <laughs> as a good excuse. You know, because, uh, you know, there's the old stereotype that women don't know really no shit about cars. So, you know, it works out. That's uh <laughs> Ah, way to use the Hulk. Oh, Pablo, what are you doing? Using the old... Using the old, uh, using the, the old uh, reverse... The old stereotype, you know? Hey, but... <laughs> Hey, I don't believe it. Everybody else seems to believe it you know i have I've met chicks who know a fuck ton about cars more than I me but uh do most women probably i I'd, I'd agree with that one i'd agree <laughs> I'd agree with that <laughs> uh yeah no i just i yeah, I didn't really feel like going in, so took the day off and uh you know, I had some things to do you know I, I don't know old spicy tits here didn't didn't completely do fuck all yesterday um yeah no i I had some errands to run uh some you know things to do and uh you know uh it was good it was nice it was a, a nice deserved break from it from work from my job it's well it'll be my soon to be ex job i uh you know, I got to tell you. I uh I put in my two weeks um about a week in, a week ago from. Yeah. Last week and uh you know, I got to tell you there there's no better satisfaction than putting in your two weeks into a shitty job that you absolutely have despised since day one. And you know what's even more fucking icing on the cake? The fact that they are fucked when I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That sounds awful. That sounds awful. But, uh, I mean, look, I know I can't be the only one. I mean, look, most of us are in sh- I know most of you guys are probably in shitty jobs that you hate. If you could fucking find something better, you would be, you know, you would be doing it and you'd be feeling relieved as much as I do. Um yeah, look, I, I mean I'm not going to sit here and, and shit the company and you know shit uh you know give all the s- specifics cuz first of all, I nobody I'm not, I'm I'm not, I'm a nobody. So um I will say this. Management is particularly bad management is um plays a huge role in whether I want to stay with the company or not and or how long I will I've been in plenty of jobs or in my life you know I'm 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 on the back end of the 20s I'm on the back end (laughs) yeah old 30s approaching soon but yeah I've so I've had enough jobs to know and to see what bad management does to a culture and to, to a job or, you know to a company you know usually in those cases the good employees are always the ones who get shit on and uh, you know they're always the one who who end, who end up leaving so that's so i've i've I, and i've gotten pretty well or pretty good at uh really you know it, I've really seen if they you know a manager is a good manager if there's good leadership involved you know and uh you know unfortunately, I can't look into the future, so this is more of a reactive than a prevent you know than than preventing it uh so uh, yeah, I've been at this job for a year and it has inevitably become a shit show uh since probably about a month in and it's hasn't it's it hasn't gotten better um, as far as management and leadership. So you know, for me that's uh that's kinda when it's it's time for me to look somewhere else, go some you know, look for better look for better opportunities. And uh yeah, I mean an opportunity presented itself and I am getting the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting the fuck out. And the thing about it is, too, is some of the issues are issues I've brought up to their attention, and uh, again, this kind of plays into the whole, you know, leadership deal, and the fact that these concerns weren't taken serious uh, is now coming to bite them in the ass because I am leaving. Um Long story short, we were short-staffed, uh, and me leaving is making them even more short-staffed because they have not found anybody else. Now, before, you know, I know they're going to say, well, well, man, it's just a great, it's a great uh, resignation, man. There's just not enough people working, man. They don't want to work. True, 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 true. However, what's funny, what's funny is that uh, now that I've put in my two weeks and I am on the back nine at this point, uh, they actually just today actually said that they had hired two people. And uh, so they re- inevitably only need one more position filled. Which is funny because we've been trying to fill these positions for about three one position for three months being the shortest amount of time and the other one's being yeah about five or six give or take uh, so the point is it didn't take them long to find uh you know to 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 find a few more people and you know, with their backs against the wall although i you know, I would argue the back was against the wall a lot sooner but I digress, I digress. So, it's horse shit. It's absolute horse shit. Uh, this is, you know, I think you could kind of get the gist and the feel of what kind of manager, uh, what kind of leadership they have, which is, isn't very good. Which isn't saying, it isn't. Uh, so, but, uh, you know what, I'm free. I don't give a fuck at this point. You know, it's just kind of coasting. You know, that's, that's what I like about it, too. Um let me know how you guys feel if you've ever done this where it's like I already, you already got the job lined up you know at this point and it's smooth sailing the jobs you already have your start date got it all set got the job got the start date going you know they're excited you're excited um, it's and now all you got to do is just essentially break up with your, with your ex <laughs> oh, it's terrible it's terrible that's just how it feels. You know, it's like you're in a toxic relationship and you finally meet somebody uh better and you know, somebody just more just that more fits you, you know, and just less toxic. And you know, maybe it isn't, maybe it isn't. But the point is it's just more of you're fucking done with where you're at now. You're done you're done with the broad you're with now. You're done with that chica, you're done and this is inevitably what putting a two weeks into a shitty job feels like so whoa i'm out i am out um I'm, I'm gonna miss my coworkers though um i've always gotten along with my coworkers. i don't think i've ever really had too many issues with coworkers. Uh so i, I get along very well with people and that's gonna suck leaving them but uh you know, they're happy for me, and we're, we're about to, you know, we're gonna have a nice little potluck on my last day. And, you know, oh, Pablo's, oh, probably Spicy Pito here is gonna go out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, gonna go out with a bang. So, yeah, I'm excited. I really am. It's gonna, you know, hopefully not, you know, I, I've got a good feeling. I've got a good feeling. I'll just say that much. Uh, so, that's what's up with me. Oh you know what though too Fucking I I gotta ask this too Fucking sociology You know I'm Currently going to school And uh I have to take You know I've spent so many years Avoiding it And it's finally now I've had to come to terms And now I've forced You know The fucking man Is forcing me to take sociology Which I'm gonna be honest I have no clue What I am learning Uh I just need to know if I'm the only one out there who doesn't get this. Like, I, it it truly is. And you know what, though? I have figured out what I have to do, (laughs) which is sad. You know, it's kind of fucked up, you know, because it's like, are you really learning? But my argument is I'm not ever going to fucking use this, okay? I'm a a, a numbers dude. I'm a numbers guy, Uh, you know. You know, I'm into the business. I'm into the math. I'm a more logical guy, you know, so for me, I get it, but I just don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to get it, but, uh, I get it, you know, this is, uh, this is all part of the game, it's part of the process, and, uh, you're not gonna have to suck it up, it's not the first class I've taken, I've had to take that I hate, and I have no interest whatsoever, but, uh, you know, we just, you just gotta roll with it, you just gotta roll with it. Um, it's just the fucking work, you know. It, it's hard when you don't understand what the fuck any of this is really like talking about. You know, I, I don't, you know, what the what, like deviance and, and structural functionalism. Uh, you know, it's just it, it's just over my head. You know, and I'm not saying I couldn't understand it. I just don't want to, I, you know, to to understand these super complex of why people do certain things and how people are affected by certain things i mean i look i inevitably feel like i get the basics and uh you know i could explain it but i can't fucking write for the love of for the to save my life for the love of jesus i cannot write Okay. I took English 101 and 102 and let me tell you, uh, it, was a, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. Yeah, no. I sorry, Rodney Dangerfield, old comedian. Um yeah, but I I just I barely fucking passed those classes and it took, you know, every it took an unbelievably dedic- dedication that I told myself I would never go further with as far as English, you know? Writing is just not my strongest subject, uh, and you know I've kind of been out of the whole. I, I haven't had classes where I've had to write like this kind of since then, you know, since my first semester in high in college where I did take English one hundred and one and one hundred and two. So to kind of come back and have to write papers and do these discussions where I got to type everything out is fucking you know, and explain I got okay, so I got to read certain subjects and I got to explain. I somehow got to explain why the, f- you know, the it's not even why. It's just the uh, more of like a I guess it is more of a why, but it's like it's about different perspectives. So it's just like understanding like why were you know, why were the people in flint michigan given shitty water you know it's like i i don't i mean because it's the fucking government and they do not like people um and they do not give a fuck and they're all about profits and you know pocketing you know and how, how big they're grow- their pocket is growing so you know that that's what i that that's just how i would explain it You know, but they, you know, but then they're going into, like I said, this is all about going into more in depth, and I don't even really think they would go so far as that. I don't know. All I know is, I got two more weeks of this of this shit. So, two more weeks. Fucking, I wish Uh, I have like six more weeks of this, and uh, I'm just trying to get through it. Just trying to move on with my life. Just trying to move on. Um. You know, so that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with my life. Not not a lot, but uh you know, it uh keeps me going. Keeps me going. <laughs> keeps me from uh <laughs> from uh you know from just ending it all. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it just got dark. Just got dark all of a sudden. <laughs> um Ah, uh, you know what, though? I did miss, though, because I was spending all much fucking time doing homework all fucking weekend. Uh, I did miss the Grammys. did miss the Grammys. Uh, honestly, I don't even care too much about the awards. Uh, it's just cool to watch. You know, I love music. Uh, so for me, the Grammys is always a bigger deal to me than... Uh, not even a bigger deal. It's just more entertaining for me. And I'd rather watch that than the Oscars. So, uh, who performed? I don't even know who performed. That's what I mainly like, cause I like to just really watch the performers. You know, all the artists perform. It's pretty dope, you know, cause you know they go all they go all out for it. They do, as they should. It's the Grammys. It's it's the biggest event for music, right? Uh, but uh, who won? I I'm, I need to look this up. I don't even know who won. Let's see, 2022, 2020, that's such a weird, such a weird thing to say, I don't know, I don't know, maybe it's just me, 2022, it just sounds like a tongue twister, 2022, Grammys. Okay, let's see, the winners are, best album, john baptiste yeah. I don't think I said that right, I was just being stupidly fancy, uh, I don't know, never heard it, but uh, I am, I am peaked. Planet Her, oh, is Ariana Grande. Back of my, oh, Chris Brown. <laughs> oh, Chris Brown. Uh, you know, I thought I could have swore they banned him from the Grammys after, after, you know, after his uh, boxing match with Rihanna. But uh, I, I guess I'm wrong. Yeah, I got happier than ever, Billy Eyelash. Eilish 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 Eilash. Eilash Eilash Donda by Kanye I'm trying to remember if I heard listened to that album I feel like I did It was pretty good I think if I remember right Sour by I don't know who that is Olivia Rodrigo Which apparently she won like the most awards I think Out of anybody But I don't think I've heard one song of hers Old, old Biebs is, was back in that one with justice again never heard it I'm gonna be honest I don't you know I know a lot of it you know it's probably bad too I mean, you'll call me a hipster if you want I you know I I tend to have those tendencies I can't li- <laughs> I can't lie I listen to indie rock yeah I listen to the 1975 and Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> no but I also listen to rap too I I I Mostly listen to rap and rock, indie rock. But, anyways, enough about me. I didn't. Yeah, so I don't really listen to the radio or a lot of you know popular songs. Uh, and that's not just on purpose. It's just I don't know. I don't know. I you know what turned me off was radios have commercials. I hate commercials. I fucking hate commercials. That is the greatest thing that streaming ever did was give you that option to say fuck all the commercials i'd rather pay more than see commercials so you know the whole so yeah listening to radio is something i haven't done since shit how many years after pandora came out i don't know anyways so anyways that so they kiss me more doja cat you know what's funny <laughs> is that i not a lot of people I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just me, but it seems to like a lot of people like, who I've talked to about Doja Cat have no idea she was the one who made that song. Uh, Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I don't see... I am not a cat. I don't see... My- oh, moo! Yeah. I remember her from that because this shit was funny. <laughs> that was like... I uh, you know, was like in the early days of, of memes. So... It was kind of... I think it did become a meme, actually. So, it's... You know, but I knew. That was how I... That was the only time I... That was how I knew of her. Um, but I kind of had a feeling she would go places. She heard, she had a great... She has a great voice. Great voice. New artist, Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, okay. Okay. Again, yeah, I heard she had won. But uh, she would won a lot. Again, I, I just haven't heard anything of her maybe i have i just don't know class animals okay hmm. the best rec best record leave the door open oh silk sonic i heard that uh they actually it was bruno mars and anderson Packer. heard they just formed that group just for the hell of it which you gotta respect the hell out of, of that that's 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 awesome it's just to, you know, people who bond. It's just like what comedians do. You know, they go on tour with their buddies, people you get along with, and just have that same energy, you know? So, uh, good, good for them. Good for them. That's ah, driver's license. I still haven't heard that. Still, oh, there it is. Oh, here it is. Here's the one I care about Best Rap Album. Now, Tide of the Creator. Second year, I think this uh, second year? second year in a row I don't know I don't know whatever year what Igor came out with for which (laughs) oh man good you know what good for Tyler though he actually you know what I can genuinely say that was a good rap album you hear that good rap album rap album um cause I remember cause like when he won it for Igor um I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I've listened to Ty the Creator back, you know, during the Loiter Squad days, you know, and uh, th- you know he he is a rapper, he is. But I think, you know, I've noticed over the last few years, um, leading up to Igor, that you know he just he wasn't he didn't like to confine himself to a rapper. And yeah, I really didn't either cause I think because his other album, um, Flower Boy. Uh, that was a mix. Like, it wasn't all rap. There was very, um, pop me- uh, what is it, melodic, or, m- melodic, fucking A. You get what I'm saying. It was more, r- r- more rhythm, you know, more rhythm and flowy than, than rap, than rapping. Um, especially from his earlier work, you know, so, uh, so Igor was more pop. It was a pop album, and i will that's that's a that's a hill i will stand i will oh shit jesus sorry that's a hill i will stand on and uh even, even even Tyler the Creator came out and said it was a pop album it was nothing rap about it and uh it was funny cuz when he did win he called out the grammys <laughs> for uh for having him be nominated and win for best album for best rap album um which i think it was urban is that i think that's what they called it back then it wasn't even a rap album it was best urban album or some shit i don't know i i could be wrong i could be wrong on that i don't know but um what tyler said about the grammys is i think something how we've slowly I, I has i think how most people have slowly started to see with the Oscars and and the Grammys not just the Grammys is this kind of subtle racism and the subtle prejudice that they have um because Ty, and when he when he won he called them out for that because you know he made this album all pop it wasn't a rap album. And he even acknowledges that. He knows because he purposely went in making Igor uh, nothing nothing like rap. Nothing involving rap. That's why he had that alter ego. Um, to, you know, when he had the wig and shit. I fucking... I don't know what he was called. I don't know what his alter ego was. But that he did explain how it was his alter ego and it was a pop. It was He was trying to make... He made that a pop album. And the fact that they... Picked him to the fact that they nominated and chose him to win Best Rap Album was, I no doubt, I think, a slap in the face to um, to all the other nominees who definitely had, well, I'm sure had, were rap albums, were genuine rap albums. Um, and like I said, kind of shows some subtle, low key racism there, or stereotypes, and prejudice, um, to kind of box him in there because why because was it because he was a rapper because he's had past rap albums or could it be that he is black I don't know I'm not saying that I'm just saying that when you when you put an album that really isn't when you put an album in a category when it really has no characteristics of that kind of genre whatsoever um it just makes you wonder, did you? Did they really listen to it? Or, you know, were they just catering to the masses? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that was, uh, uh, you know, and this also brings me to to my other point. Uh, I'm about, you know, fuck, I'm going to go on a, a tangent here with about the fucking Grammys. But, uh, no, I, I feel like this needs to be said. This needs to be said. Because they also did something this... Because there there was something that they did this year. I actually just read it, too. Which, kind of, now, thinking about what Tyler, the creator, said when he won Igor. And, um, so, what happened... Um, fuck, I gotta look at... Uh, if you aren't familiar, uh, uh, very... One of the... F- I think it was he was the first African-American such the one of the first black dudes to be i guess like a creative director at Louis Vuitton, uh, Virgil Abloh. That's his name. Yeah, Virgil Abloh. Well, anyway, so Virgil Abloh passed away, you know, rest in peace. Um and they did a whole, you know, you know what they do with the awards, they, you know, they do the 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 slideshow with all the, you know, all the dead all the celebrity, you know, all the artists who passed away. And uh, fuck, I gotta find the article now. But uh, apparently, they um they had his name up, just being that he just recently passed. Ah, oh, there it is. And uh, under his, you know, under his, you know, they gave you a brief description of what he was. You know, whether he was an artist, you know, a musician, a producer, you know, all that. Well, you know, he is. Like I said, he was the uh, he was in fashion. You know, he had a huge impact in, in the fashion industry. Um, he created, I think he had a brand off white, which is, again, this is all fancy shit that I've never even touched before. (laughs) I've never even touched before. (laughs) You know, I probably looked when I've been checking out some fine bitches at the mall or something, but, (laughs) um, but, uh, yeah. So he, he was, way up there though the fact that you know he he came he was he came from you know immigrant parents migrant parents and you know to get on that kind of level of success and the dude was pretty fucking smart too i mean the dude graduated with engineering degree so you know the the dude was was brilliant and uh let me see here i'm looking yeah so under that under what he was known for they put hip-hop fashion designer Again, this kind of alludes to what I was talking about with Tyler, the creator, but with Tyler creator and um, and his whole thing issue with um, boxing, you know, and, and trying to categorize and stereotype artists. And um, yeah, so like I said, he was a fashion designer, but the fact that they put hip hop fashion designer as if he had this huge like that was like his only thing. This again, it's it's boxing him up and kind of stereotyping him in the fact that like this is what I'm getting out of it because he's a he's a black man and you know, he no, no that's not saying he didn't have, you know, he wasn't involved in in hip hop, you know, he I think he actually worked with Kanye West, and, you know, on his his label or his fashion label and all that, but the fact that they stereotyped him as hip hop fashion designer as if that was his main niche, which um, reading up on him, that wasn't. Um, I think, as you well know too, Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton is. Is it Louis or Lou? Fucking A. Anyways, Louis Vuitton. <laughs> fucking getting sidetracked here. See, I'm so out of my element with this shit because I don't fucking. You know, I've never touched any of this stuff, any of this high fashion stuff. But. Um, yeah, he was a huge, he was like, you know, him being the creative, wow, well, director at Louis Vuitton, you see that, you know, he wasn't, he was designing shit for all different, you know, I don't know, I. I it's, it's why it's hard, he just made fashion, that's the thing, is he just fucking made clothes for everybody, for anybody, I don't think he made just hip hop, you know, uh, you know streetwear i think as they say um because i don't i don't understand all the lingo but the point was you know the guy was brilliant and he was brilliant in the fact that he made clothes that appealed to uh, everybody you know and he i think one of his even his one of his main inspirations was michael jackson for a lot of clothing that he did and uh, if you think about it, that's you know, that's not hip-hop. Michael Jackson was very pop. So yeah, you know, this just gets me upset. And I and I see where Tyler Creator is coming from, and this only solidifies it and the fact that they like to and this is why I'm convinced Grammy the Grammys is just and the Oscars too. I'll throw them in there too. Fuck it. The fact that they're, you know, these secret committees. Are the ones who decide the nominees for all these categories and shit like that you know i believe there's a lot of inherent racism in there in these committees there's definitely there has to be how you gonna how are you going to minimize the kind of influence somebody like virgil abloh had the fact of the mat the fact that he was not a hip-hop fashion designer, just a hip-hop fashion designer. He was a, f- I mean, I-, I don't know what the word would be, but he was more than that. He was for sure more than that. He was a, sem- him being the first creative director for Louis Vuitton, which is like the GM, or of, it'd be like if he was the GM of a football team. Like, he's pretty much right there, I think, That that's kind of, or maybe vice president of football operations or some shit like that point is next to the owner he's the he, he was the next like he had you know the full creative control over the direction of the company and the fact that they trusted him shows that they trusted his vision and they trusted his ability and the fact that he wasn't so one-dimensional because if he was one dimension if he was just a hip-hop fashion designer do you really think they would have given they would have made him the creative director in charge of all of fashion for the for the brand Ah, no fuck that no they wouldn't they fucking wouldn't so you know it's just like subtle things like that you know and for me this explains why hollywood is so woke you know uh it's, it's like that old saying, you know, I, I wish I knew fucking word for word for what what it was. But it's like, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, the, you know, when you're pointing at somebody, you have three fingers pointed back at you. You know, usually the loudest one in the room is uh, guilty of it, whatever it is, you know. And, uh, you know, with Hollywood, you know, I, I've heard it's just it's a fucking dirty industry. You know, and and I think we've seen glimpses of that with, um, you know, the whole Me Too movement, Harvey Weinstein, and jerking off implants and shit. Um, so yeah, I, I believe, yeah, there's there's a dirty, very dirty side to this, to Hollywood, and the fact that it's definitely well known within. It's like once you get in, you see it, and you're now like you can't unsee it. You know. like when you see a woman giving birth like that's not (laughs) you know I know I hate to get graphic but you know that's kind of how I see this like one of those just you know it's um, not disgusting like that but it's just it's so shocking to see that that like you can't unsee that you can't unsee or or you know forget what you've heard you know so yeah I mean the fact that Hollywood is so you know they're, they're so on board with all that and uh, and that's i think inevitably because uh, hollywood's guilty of some dark shit I, I mean throughout the years i mean even old hollywood back in the day you know we we'll get jerry lewis over there marrying his cousin who was like 14 and shit uh but nobody nobody really talks about that um You know, and then like I said, now you you know you're seeing it like with Will and Jada again. You know, I hate to go back to that, but it's a very ugly, dirty side to to being in Hollywood. You know, and I think whoever's in these secret committee committees of of these award shows that decides who gets nominated and whatnot, I believe they're no different and i'd say i i don't know i'd venture to say they probably might be the dirtiest maybe that's why they have these secret committees where they don't you know give out they don't announce who they are there's no knowledge of who these people are you know just like i mean like harvey weinstein that dude was behind the scenes producer you never would have i didn't know who the fuck this guy ever was turns out he was involved you know he, he was super in it in Hollywood, but you know a lot of these elites are in the background fucking dipping their balls in cocaine, you know, doing blow off hooker's ass, and you know they're just taking advantage of of people, you know, and I think that's inevitably why Hollywood is you know is is tries so hard to scream the loudest for you know the the oppressed for the minorities which is i think funny because again you look just six what is it what was it twi- what year was that when they were talking <laughs> it was the you know oscars is so white or something like that that whole canceled thing or that whole hashtag because i think there was no nobody of any ethnicity other than white that uh was nominated or something like that i can't remember but it was it was at the oscars um Which again, (laughs) which again, kind of points to the uh, to back to the whole thing of to the which again points to the whole like you know there's some there's some racism going on up in there. There really is there. I I genuinely believe that, and um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just and it's just it's just sad it's depressing because i love music and i love all types of music i listen to all different kinds of genres i mean rock and 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 hip and rap and hip-hop are are my main go-to's but i listen to a lot of things it just depends on the mood and it just feels like it just feels like a lot of artists kind of get lost in all that shit and you have these elites that just take over, that just take them for a ride you know and it's just sad it's sad and you know i don't know it's just i hate the grammys too i'm starting to maybe i'm fucking old and i'm just getting cranky maybe it's just that i don't know I Maybe mean, i'm just not getting enough sleep <laughs> but uh yeah, I just, I just think the Grammys are slowly becoming more and more like a sham. Just, and I, I, I definitely believe that with the Oscars, especially after what just happened. So, you know, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let's, uh, let's move on. I mean, what else happened out there in the world? What, what else is going on? You know, other than, other than, uh, uh, other than racism all up in the Grammys, uh. Oh, shit, yeah, you got the NCAA uh, the basketball tournament finally finished. <laughs> finally, as if I was watching it. Uh, no, I, I watched a little bit. I watched a little bit. Uh, I watched up until USC lost to Miami. <laughs> yeah, after that, I didn't really watch it. But, uh, you know, I, I do always root for the underdogs, and there is always that one team that nobody, you know, it's, it's like the Mighty Ducks, they just... Nobody they're like a fifteen seed or something and they just ah, they just go on a fucking tear. They just go on a fucking tear. So uh who it was the yeah it was Kansas Jayhawks Yeah, can you believe that that's a bird? And the North Carolina Ta heels. I think that was a job. <laughs> and uh You know the, uh, I mean, look, I'm not a, I I didn't really follow, I wasn't really into the college basketball too much, so I'll keep it brief. But uh, I will say this: it's always cool. Um, It's the cool thing. It's the thing I wish that college football had, is that they have this tournament, and it's cool because it allows those smaller schools to get a chance at the, you know, the uh, chance at the big game, the big show. Um. And uh, they ended up, you know what, there's always teams that surprise you. You know, there's a reason why they have these brackets, and there's a reason why nobody's won gotten a perfect bra- bracket. Because, I mean, inevitably it's hard. It's like, how do you predict how those small schools are going to be, you know? Now, granted, they all are the best schools in their division, you know? So, it's not like they're, you know, it's not like they're scrubs or nothing. It's not like they, they suck, but... You know, when you're, it's like you're talking about St. John's against fucking Duke, you know, and they've got four future NBA draft picks and St. John has none, you know, maybe one second rounder, you know, sometimes they get a little lucky, you know, sometimes they get a little talent, but that's it. That is it. So, uh, yeah, no, it's cool to always, it's cool to watch, even if you're not really invested in it like me. It's always fun to watch those games and hope the little guy shits on the big dude for once you know it's always nice it's always nice everybody loves seeing an underdog story everybody does and uh yeah the tournament is a great place for underdogs so uh but yeah at the end of the day you know the old oh, it's the top schools always end up getting to the you know like the final four uh and congrats on kansas congrats on kansas uh the Tar Heels had a great run though. I mean I don't I don't think anybody expected them to get that far. I think they were the eighth seed. Yeah, the eighth seed, so hey props to them. <laughs> fucking props to them. Props to them. Go go Kansas. Go fucking Kansas. What is in Kansas? There's fucking nothing. There's not no no, you know what though? No, they have uh Kansas City Chiefs and the uh Kansas City Royals. So they got, they got some teams. They got some things going for them. And, and now the Jayhawks are, uh, are champions. So, you know what? Are they are they really in can't They have to be, right? Because you don't... I mean, it's Kansas City. It's fucking Kansas City. Yeah, so it's how many... Let's see, I'm going to look. Professional sports teams in Kansas. And uh, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. Well, I am... Uh, i'm not seeing the teams i expected to see um right it's gotta be kansas city chiefs i mean kansas city royals like what else would that be i mean the fucking name is in the 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 state is in the name of the city i just don't get it what the fuck oh shit i think son of a bitch kansas city missouri so apparently i didn't really i didn't know this but there is uh kansas city missouri which uh seems to be where the chiefs play and uh the royals for baseball wow what the fuck well how the fuck does that make any sense like for reals, like think about it. How the hell does that make sense? How the fuck are you gonna name a? How are you gonna name your city after a state you're not even in? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a. That'd be like that'd be like if there was a New York City in California. <laughs> or a or a Los Angeles in in New York. Like that that don't make no sense. What the fuck is that? So, uh, oh, geez. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, something, something's wrong. You can't, like, I feel that has to be a joke or something. Like, that can't be. I mean, it is, but it's just, I can't believe it. How the hell are those, how do you have, this, this whole time, I, I swore Kansas City had professional sports teams. Which... Looking back to some of those conversations I have had with people... Uh... Inevitably make me look like a dumbass. And that explains the weird looks. <laughs> uh yeah, They did have a basketball team, though. I did see that. Uh, oh, you know what? So that's where the Sacramento Kings come from. I see that? You learn some shit every day. Uh... Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what, uh... That's also what happened, too. Uh was yesterday I think it was yesterday they played officially the the Lakers were eliminated out of the playoffs by the Phoenix Suns so uh, congrats (laughs) congrats on the Lakers for fucking it up (laughs) oh shit um I'm a Lakers fan in case you didn't already tell oh shit hmm yeah, so yeah, case say, I am a Lakers fan. I've been a Lakers fan my yeah, my entire life. Uh I know I'm, I know I think in the last episode I talked about the Packers, so yeah, try to guess where I'm from. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm just so whore. Oh man. But yeah, I am a huge Lakers fan and I gotta tell you, I didn't watch one single game this year. Uh, Does that make me a bad fan? No You know why? Because I am fucking protesting This is a boycott Of the Lakers Because So I don't know I might be in the minority I'm kind of curious to hear what other Laker fans have to say about this too Um, I'm just going to say it I was not a fan of LeBron coming to the Lakers I was not I didn't like it then and uh this uh this season kind of solidified what I have been saying for the last few years um so the Lakers have been a shit show ever since Kobe retired there's no denying that um so for a good better half of of a decade now we've essentially just been a shit show of a team uh but then LeBron comes and uh, he's gonna save us. And I mean, I guess to a certain extent he did. We did win a championship. Uh but this is why I wasn't a fan because if you know uh, when the Lakers were shitting the bed every season for like five years straight, they um they acquired you know they did what other they they they, t- they did they do they did what uh what most nba teams do when they're when they suck and that is uh that's build through the draft which is not the most sure way to build a team in the nba it's weird it it's a weird thing i i never understood how like essentially draft picks aren't really that valuable to many teams um but i guess that goes to the whole development or some shit like that so uh point is they spent all these years sucking ass and it finally you know they got Lonzo Ball they got Brandon Ingram Kyle Kuzma uh what is it Kyle Hart you know they got a bunch of good players were they great uh I believe Brandon In- Ingram is underrated I believe he had the potential to be great and I still believe he, he. I believe he's kind of doing that right now in New Orleans. New Orleans is just—they're like the Detroit Lions of, of basketball. <laughs> it's just dead. It's it's a dead place. Like you go there, and you know your career. You go, you know, careers end there. Is like what they say. It's just a dead end. You know, there's no hope. So with that being said, uh, yeah, Brandon Ingram is killing it i think he won most improved his first year there so goes to show you the dude is killing and now he's got injury problems but then again he's probably giving it his all every game because they suck ass and they still lose but they had a good core they did the lakers had a good core with ingram ball kuzma there was a lot of potential there and i believe they would have gotten they were going to give they would have gotten better but being is it that the, the Lakers and we're like, um, we're like the spoiled daughter of, of a rich dude. We're like, uh, what is it? Oh, you know, was it Vrucka salts? Yeah, Whatever that rich spoiled chick was, the girl was in in Willy Wonka. That's essentially how the Lakers are. I am not going to deny that we've we have it good. We were spoiled. We are. You know, we had Kobe, we had Shaq, um, Paul Gasol, and then you even go back. And, you know, the Lakers have always been known to attract the best. And it's also why we got LeBron. But the thing about it is LeBron is, and this is what I've noticed, it's one thing I've hated about LeBron James, and it's that when he goes to teams, and the fact that he is such a great player, like all around player like the dude. The dude does. The the dude is, I'd have to say, when it comes to skills, the most skilled basketball player of all time. Hands down. To do, you know, to he can play any position and he can single-handedly turn around a whole team. He's done it. But the problem is he's you know, with all that skill and with him being respected and revered as being the best player in the NBA. And of all time Some say He feels that he has This ability This skill to Build a team how he wants The problem is It's like he just gets all his buddies It's like You know It's like when you become a manager at a place And you just hire all your buddies to come And it's just At that point it's just a frat house (laughs) That's all it is um, At the end of the day, you don't give a shit. You're all getting paid. And you're getting paid to just jerk off and have fun. I mean, who doesn't love working with their buddies? But here's the thing. That doesn't translate. You know, for LeBron, what I've noticed is that doesn't exactly translate into championships. At least it's not long-term. It's like he goes in, blows up the team, has it set up to how he wants it, which, again, is around more of like people he's comfortable with people who he you know is homies with so uh he goes in puts all his homies up in there you know they they make they do like a good five-year run and then he dips you know all his buddies either retire or dip you know because they were never that great to begin with but it don't matter because lebron wanted them there so and they got the bag they got the bag You know, and you know what? I don't blame LeBron. I probably would be doing the same too. You know, you want to take care of your homies, you do. Um, but yeah, that's that's the pro. That's the LeBron James problem. It's the fact that he's too good. You know, he's just too good. You know, what's the word? I don't know. He's just he's a really fucking good player, and it's because he's a fucking good player that he has that kind of a power but it's it's like you know but it's like you're you're a you're a great basketball player it doesn't mean you're a great uh great uh scout of talent it doesn't mean you're a great organizer this is essentially what these gms have to do they have to organize a team that's going to mesh well together that everybody's going to know their role play their part and all compliment each other and, you know, keep certain egos in check. It's a fucking, it's a juggling game. And, uh, you know, that's a, and that's what LeBron thinks he is capable of doing. I'm not saying he's not, but it's hard to focus on two completely different jobs. You know? <laughs> it's like uh, if you had an accounting job and then your second job was uh, <laughs> was, like, delivering... Uh, DoorDash or something. like you're, you're bound to fuck up at some point. A little bit. That transition is a little off. You know. You can't really look at it from one perspective all the time. You're you're constantly floating back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So yeah. So uh, we're paying for it now. We got the championship, and uh, it's been downhill ever since. Um, they should have never have traded Anthony Davis. Uh, the dude is made of glass (laughs) I mean seriously this like every time for every one game he plays he's out for like a month (laughs) Uh, and it's it's sad because it's like you know and I feel for the guy but you know it's it's not benefiting it doesn't benefit us and at this point I'd say it's just better to trade him get whatever we can out of him you know as far as value wise and you know, it's just fine to fucking tear it up Tear this shit up Now if you want to keep LeBron Keep LeBron But I, this is what I would do I'd be like look LeBron You're a great player The best probably of all time But here's the thing LeBron You're not a GM I know you're a phenomenal basketball player But you gotta let me do my job I will get you The players that I know Will help you not the players that you're cool with. You know, that's just how I would, that's what I would do. You know? It's like, look, at the end of the day, LeBron, you came to us. Why'd you come to us? Because we're fucking LA. Because we're the fucking Los Angeles Lakers. Okay? Very few teams, you know, professionally can carry that kind of uh, fucking big dick energy only a few and the lakers are one of them i mean who doesn't it's a players league and you know ellie you got the clubs the women you know yeah you pay a lot in taxes but you got the house the weather i mean there, there's if you got it like that it's the best it's one of the best places to live when you got it rich like that <laughs> now for some for like me no it's a living hell you know living in a one bedroom <laughs> apartment sharing it with with, like, three other you know, three other roommates, you know. So, but, um, look, I'd be like, look, LeBron, you came to us. You wanted to play here. It's obvious. But so, you know, we're going to do what we can't trust us. We're going to take care of you. We're going to help you. This is what we do. We know how to build teams. Not through the draft, but through free agency. So let us do what we got to do, you know. Instead of just bending over and let LeBron just have his way with the team, because look it's clear 'cause it's clear to see LeBron is on the back end of his career and he can't put it you know he can't take control like he used to. Anthony Davis is weak, which is he plays like a man in his which it's sad to say that LeBron in his forties plays you know much better than Anthony Davis right now at the age of like twenty nine <laughs> And I'm not saying that's any fault of his, you know, genetics plays a part in that. The dude's just the dude is just soft. The dude is just made of glass. And look, we got a championship out of him. It's cool. It's great. It's time to move on. Cause what we need is we need to find the next cornerstone. Okay, because the bronze just he's gonna go make movies. It's obvious. But fucking who do we have after this at this point? Who really do we have? I mean, AD? Is he going to be the next cornerstone? (laughs) I honestly don't think he'll last. I think he's got maybe three more years before he, like, I don't know, before his, like, knees become so bad that he just can't play anymore. That's just where I see it. I mean, the dude plays like he's, the dude's got a body of, like, a 40-year-old at this point. I mean, he just can't stay healthy. I know. And it's sad. It really is sad. But um, yeah, you know, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a. You know, it's been rough. It's been rough being a Laker the last like two years. Uh, uh, even when we won the championship, I wasn't too thrilled about it. I knew it was coming, and we have uh, uh, the chickens have definitely come home to roost. The chickens have definitely come home to roost, and uh, I don't really know what's gonna happen. I really don't and it's being it'd be interesting to see uh if they blow up this roster um they're gonna try to keep it going. I don't know, but uh something's got to give something has really got to give and I got to tell you this russell west Russ, Russell Westbrook has gotta go that was the worst i mean that was the worst thing to do this year that was definitely the 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 move of the year. I mean that was awful. Look, I'm not sitting here spouting. You know, I'm not sitting here saying I, I know a lot about basketball. I don't. You know, it's not really my forte sport. But I know enough. I, I can. I know enough to where I can. I can logically put the two and two together. I can't. And this team, and, and and I've I've watched the NBA long enough to know that what Russell Westbrook is is a cancer. I mean, the dude just, look, he's hes a great skill player in a sense. But even then, it's kind of iffy. The dude is just all about the stats. That's all he is. He's just about the stats, and he's about getting his. And, you know, it's its not how you're going to win a championship, especially with somebody like LeBron. LeBron is a great teammate. He's an all-around great dude. And i I don't know, maybe he was just trying to, he was being too Mister Nice Guy and thinking that he could make it work with him, um, but I, this whole season showed it. It, it just it didn't. It doesn't work out. And Russell Westbrook, um, is not as great a player as we we you know most people gave him credit for. Just because he aver- averaged a triple double a couple seasons, yeah, his fucking team has sucked. You know, so ah, you know that's just that's just how I feel about the Lakers right now. dark times are ahead dark times unless uh you know unless we nail some young uh, a guy like you know Atana cupo or whatever you know some young stud that's what we need we need a fucking young guy to be the cornerstone who isn't made of glass and uh. You know, can can really make I, Make somebody like me a re- really excited Because, uh, you know, I haven't Been excited about the Lakers In, uh, quite some time Quite some time So, uh, anyways Uh, well, that's gonna, that's gonna do it We're gonna wrap it up here I'm Gonna wrap it up here on a Wednesday So, uh, thank you all For listening, I always appreciate it As usual, you know I, I know I'm, I can tend to ramble on But, uh yeah, thank you for giving me a listen and uh yeah let me know feel free to email me at uh, the weird podcast uh at gmail and uh yeah if you got any questions concerned if you got any advice um or not any advice if you want any advice i could get you some of that um or if you just want to talk shit to me i'm all for that too um anyways deuces